Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? It's Coach Freddie here, and I'm in Montgomery County in Pennsylvania. I'm speaking with Erica McBride. Hello, Erica. Hello there. How are you? I'm fantastic here. So what's your position with the, uh, hemp in Pennsylvania? I am the executive director of the Pennsylvania Hemp Industry Council and also the National Hemp Association. Awesome. And so we're standing here uh, right beside a, a hemp field. You've got 93, 92 acres, I believe. Yep, somewhere between 92 and 93 acres in this location in East Greenville, Pennsylvania. And we're growing four different varietals, um, all of them for fiber and seed. All right. Yeah, and so um, planted a little bit late this year? Yeah, again, this is our second year of growing here in Pennsylvania, and this is the second year we had delays uh, due to DEA import permitting, um, our seed being held up in customs, and things of that nature. And we also had a very, very wet spring that delayed planting as well. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about the, your venture into uh, uh, hemp, industrial hemp, I hemp, I call it, and uh, what you've been doing for the last three or four years. Well, I, I, it seemed time really flies, uh, but so I got started in this uh, almost five years ago. Um, and my fiance and I decided that we were going to attempt to get a bill introduced in Pennsylvania to uh, conform with Section 7606 of the 2014 Farm Bill. Um, so we did so with uh, my state senator, Judy Schwank, and she was a real champion for this. Uh, we got the legislation introduced and passed in one legislative cycle. And then that very next year was the first year that, that we got to be growing it. Last year's program was very restrictive, and they only allowed you to grow five acres. Uh, this year they expanded it and allowed an individual to grow up to 100 acres. And how much is the permit? The permit, it's very expensive. It's $2,000, though that can be for up to three years. But we're very hopeful and now that federal legalization is hopefully right around the corner, that that will change things. It, at least it will get rid of the requirement of having to go through this DEA process because we really should be able to get our genetics and our seeds from other states rather than having to bring them in from other countries. It's just an expense and a delay that serves no purpose. Um, and also a lot of the banking issues that we've uh, been experiencing all over the country, but particularly here in Pennsylvania as well, banking has been very challenging. So these are a few of the issues that we hope to see resolved once the federal legalization passes. So how many acres were planted in Pennsylvania this year? About I 
I don't know the exact total, but I think all up we're somewhere in like 11 to 1200 acres. Okay. Well, that's uh, better than last year, right? Absolutely better. <laughs> and also new for this year was the ability to grow for CBD, which was something we weren't allowed to do last year. So a lot more people were excited to participate this year, knowing that they were allowed to do CBD extractions. And I hear that uh, to grow CBD for CBD, it got to be indoors? Uh, no. No? They no. can grow outdoors? Yep, just a, it's just a hemp license, just like any other. Oh. Now, the he, the CBD that's produced under the industrial hemp program in Pennsylvania cannot be sold in dispensaries. Um, but that's the only, other than that, it's it's just part of the hemp program, just like any other. Okay, all right. So how would they sell it then, the CBD? Mm, that's brick and mortar stores and online, just like everybody else is selling it. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, what are your hopes for the this crop should be another two months in the in the field here we're looking at? Yeah, I'm hoping we, we definitely are looking to uh, harvest the seeds so we can start some food production. Uh, our longer term vision is to, we plan to um, chop the hemp down and let it do ret for a couple weeks and then you flip it over and let it ret on the other side for a couple weeks to, so it starts to break the lignans down. And then after it's properly redded, then we're going to bale it into large square bales and we'll store those bales until we get our decortication facility up and running. Yeah, and I hear this. Uh, where's the uh, decortication uh, going to be at? We have not definitively defined the location yet, but we're, we're looking at Berks County. Okay. Um, very close to the other fields that we're growing in Ole. And we have visions of a whole like industrial hemp complex where we'll have the fiber processing facility and also a food processing facility and potentially a CBD extraction facility all on the same parcel of land. All right. And then uh, for the herd, are you going to be doing uh, using the herd for uh, building at all? Yes. Um, the the the. If everything goes as planned, you know, the, the decortication facility will produce the outer bast fiber, which is used for things like auto parts right. and non-woven textiles. And the herd is actually a byproduct of that production. So um, immediate uses, animal bedding, there's a whole lot of uh, equine facilities around Pennsylvania that are interested in using hemp for their horse bedding. And then also there's several facilities of uh, businesses in Pennsylvania that are working with hempcrete. So assuming that we can get it to be the grade that they need, then yes, we are hoping to sell it and, and have more hempcrete production as well. Okay, fantastic. So anything else uh, going on? Well, it seems like there's always a whole lot going on. Um, but the one thing I always like to tell people, it's especially because you have listeners, I'm sure, all over the country, is that while we anticipate to get the federal legalization to happen with this uh, coming 2018 federal farm bill, there's two things to be aware of. The first thing is that there's an amendment in there that prevents anybody that has a prior felony drug conviction like forever barring them from getting a hemp license and we would like everybody to contact their legislators to oppose that amendment. We also need to contact those same legislators to make sure that the hemp language stays in the final version of the farm bill because it's in what they call a conference committee. The hemp language is in the Senate bill but it's not in the House bill so we need to make sure it stays in there. And then lastly each state 
still has to look at their own legislation to make sure that it will conform with the new federal guidelines. Um, it's not going to be automatically, once it's legalized on a federal level, that doesn't mean by default it's legal in the state. So states that wrote legislation that is for research only will need to change that state legislation to enable them to do full commercial activity. And Pennsylvania is one of those states, right, that have to change their laws? No, we we were forethinking when we wrote the legislation okay. and we put a sunset clause in our bill. So when federal law changed, Pennsylvania law automatically changed. But that's not the case in most states. So now would be the time for people to look at their own state legislation to see if it needs to be updated. Okay, fantastic. Well, Erica, thank you very much for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, for your support on the IHAMP Revolution Roadshow. It's always great to see you. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the IHAMP Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHempRevolution.